Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across me, fresh, fresh from his COVID-19 vaccinations. How are you feeling, brother? <laughs> See, it, it didn't help him be <laughs> no, any more cogent. But most no, of it. actually, it, it was uh, very, very... I, I have to hand Geisinger tons of credit. Boy, are they organized. Good. I mean, we were in there. They had everything lined up, a perfect system, get you in and out of there in a reasonable amount of time, get you your shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The staff were just as friendly and polite and nice as they could be. I'm absolutely a wonderful experience. Good, good. Okay, and you got the shot. No sore arm, no ill effects? No Not f- a one. Okay. No chills, no fever, no... Sore arm? Well, but you know, strangely <laughs> enough, I'm glad you didn't have a single symptom, but if you were to wake up one morning around here and you had a very slight fever or a sore muscle or some malaise, that's what we call January around here. Right. So, well, I've had that know, every year for my, my whole life. <laughs> so, yeah, but you still get up at 4.30. Holy smokes. No, I crazy. get up at 3.30. 3.30. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Got to be to the gym at 5. Why? So I can get to the gym at 5 o'clock. Before anybody else gets in. Well, bef- it, uh, when they open. I mean, the equipment's clean. It's uh, No one's been on it. So okay. Not that many people there. And you, uh, okay, so enough about the gym. All um, right, enough about I that. Want, I want to get you to join the YMCA, incidentally. That would be an even better place for you to be. Not really. Planet Fitness is about a tenth of a mile from my house. Okay. Uh, but you don't walk there anyway, so <laughs> there's no I don't fit. walk here either. You think I should? <laughs> Uh, you'd have to cross the highway. Is is there any place for a pedestrian to cross safely between here and there, or maybe at the Ted's light? That would be about it. Okay, and or the old Kmart light. And then, but, and, but if you just climbed up to Ted's on the hill and then made a beeline to here, it wouldn't be that long of a walk, really. <laughs> well, I prefer not to walk through the woods on my way to work. Well, but what's that walking. got to do with whether or not I got the shot? <laughs> yeah, moving all the way back around to the shots. So, okay, well, super. And you have the next one scheduled. That's yes, part of the shtick. They, okay. That's part of the deal. They had it scheduled right then. Gave us our choice of times. And you have some vaccine powers now. Right? I don't know. I think it's after a week or so you start. Okay. To develop some immunity. Okay. So, and even then, once you get your second shot, you'll be wearing a mask and distancing and so sure. on. Sure. And that's four weeks okay. until you get full immunity, I think, after the, after you get the second shot. Okay. And even that doesn't always, uh, that they don't necessarily think that protects you from um, giving it to someone else. You can get it. You just don't suffer from it. You know, and you don't get the disease, but you get the uh, you get to be a carrier. So, for how a short does that time. help us resume our normal life then? Well, eventually, right. everybody will Heard get immunity? the vaccine, right? It just won't harm anybody. You know, people can get it mildly, but it won't harm them. And uh, you know, so a lot more people, I guess, technically will get it. You know, but it won't harm them. But at that, when they're carrying it, they can give it to someone else. Well, what they don't know is how long the immunity will last. It might be you need a booster shot every so often. Right. Sort of like you get a booster shot for your uh, penicillin or... No, not, or, penicillin. Or not penicillin. You're talking about... Um, um, 
tetanus. Yes, thank you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I don't get any penicillin shots. I'm allergic, so. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. So, yeah. I got well, there are plenty of other antibiotics out there for you to choose That's from. That's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but right. seriously, it, it was a great experience, Good. and I, I just can't say enough about how well organized Geisinger was, how friendly they were. Um, just, it was a good experience. Well, we're glad. I to urge say everybody to, who's eligible to sign up and get it. Yeah, get her done. Let's get this uh, immunity going around here. Uh, Evangelical Community Hospital opened up their vaccine hotline to- today five seven zero five two two four five three zero. Press one Monday through Friday between eight a.m. and six p.m. to schedule five two two. Four five three zero. So I'm sure that line will be busy. But to go ahead and jot it down for later this, you know, later in the day or tomorrow when it's not as busy, five seven zero five two two four five three zero. Press one. We have that number at wkok dot com, and I'll read it slowly again in a half an hour. Well, if you uh, if you go the Geisinger route, uh, you can sign up for the My Geisinger. Make your reservation through the My Geisinger uh, website. Oh, well, I already have that. Okay, <laughs> that was easy to do. I didn't have a uh, even though I have several Geisinger doctors, I didn't have My Geisinger, but mm-hmm. I signed up for it and was able to immediately schedule my appointment. Okay. So, well, you're pretty... both the hospitals are making it easy, I guess, for us to get it now. And Geisinger has a phone number to schedule also, so if folks want to do that, ask your primary care provider for what that phone number is. I don't have that in front of me. But, uh, yeah, that's how I'll schedule mine when the time comes. I'm not in 1A, but uh, <laughs> I wish they were either older or fatter. <laughs> if I were severely <laughs> obese, I could get in 1A. Well, you're doing a good job of getting there. I well, just, the question is how how fast. <laughs> <laughs> you mean aging faster? No, I mean obesity. <laughs> getting chubbier fast, right. But uh, the other thing is that uh, the Pennsylvania State Troopers Association came out with a news release over the weekend, or they came out with a statement they weren't too happy with the State Department of Health because now police and state troopers are after smokers and chubby people. Really? Yes. So uh, they thought, well, that's, I, I think they said, that's messed up, is uh, one of the quotes. Well, that's interesting because um, my police were able to get it. The Smoking Dam Police Department was able to get the vaccine. Well, uh, the Troopers Association said their troopers were in 1B, so I'm not quite sure how that is. Uh, I, I don't know how, why they would say well, that. The first it, responders, for heaven's sake, they should be in the... first responders are in the first group? Yes, maybe, they should have been. Uh, maybe they, your police got it because Evangelical Community Hospital shares their 1A people with 10% of the community. You know, 10% of the vaccine has to go to individuals who weren't even employees early on. So maybe that's how... I'm not certain so. where they got it. I just know that they, they did. All right. Well, to be continued. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, this is uh, quite the topic. So we uh, we invite you to weigh in today. The vaccines are out there. That's been a, a, a huge topic of discussion lately. We can uh, talk about that. Or we can talk about the President of the United States. Uh, Seventeen executive orders are out there now. And, well, probably more since that number was counted. And one of our listeners sent a very apropos note related to these executive orders. And people call Trump authoritarian, 19 Biden commandments and counting. Right. Is this going to be the new way to lead is by executive order? It's a terrible way to lead. That's not what executive orders were intended to do. But Trump did it. And now Joe Biden's doing it. So you can't really fault him. He's just. But everybody says he was, that Trump was a bad example to follow. And yet Biden's following him. <laughs> hmm. Well, at least to undo some of the things that President Trump did that he disagreed. I don't with. know. You look at the, the, this call for unity. And I, I believe Joe Biden's sincere when he says he wants us to be unified. But 
you know, so far he hasn't done anything to reach across the aisle to Republicans. Um, He's just canceled a lot of things that Republicans felt were very beneficial about Trump. You know, if you could wipe Trump the person out of that, if, if they were able to write an executive order that said his bad behavior and his demeanor were hereby abolished and <laughs> no longer in the public memory, that would be fine. But the policy things, some of the policy things he did were good. There are now three caravans either on their way or organizing in uh, Guatemala and Honduras and places like that heading to the United States. Now, he's imposed a travel ban on almost every other country. They can't come in here because of the fears of the coronavirus, yet he is not planning or hasn't announced any plans to stop the people from coming across the border from the South from South America. What sense does that make? Well, President Trump had these caravans that would show up at the border. Mexico would stop them, and then they wouldn't get into the U.S. You don't think they'll, the President Biden I don't will think do President that? They believe President Biden has given them 100 days to get into this country without being deported. Who are they? The people in Honduras who are coming. Who's reading Biden's mind, I mean? Well, that's what he said. He said that there would be no deportations for 100 days. They are viewing this. They had several of them they interviewed, several members of the caravan, who said that the president has given them 100 days to get into the country and they won't be deported. So this is a missed opportunity for the president to shore up the border, in other words. Well, I and he has no plans to do that. He hasn't announced anything along those lines, and he, AOC is still calling for the abolition of ICE. Are we going to protect our borders, or aren't we? Is it all right to... Is this going to be President Biden's Waterloo, the immigration issues? I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with the president that we need some sort of revision to our our, um, our policies. Uh, they, they haven't been uniformly enforced. But let's face it. Once they're enacted, whatever they are, they should they should protect our border. They should keep illegal immigrants out, and but give them a chance, a way to get into the country legally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but is it unreasonable to to say that we want to assess the value of the people who are coming into the country and determine whether or not they uh, they are here for coming here for the right reasons and whether they can contribute something, or should we just say to the whole world, you know, hey, if if you want to come <laughs> here and Canada enjoy and our welfare in. state, come on in, we'll give you everything we got. Yep, go up to Canada and come in. You can come in anywhere you want. <laughs> okay, Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, we're talking executive orders here. Now, my understanding, most of what the executive orders Trump did were to repeal uh, regulations was a large part of his executive orders. Now, regulations aren't laws per se. I mean, they're treated (laughs) like laws, but they're set by the administrative state in the executive branch most of the time, all regulations. Am I wrong or right? I have no idea. Well, you, they're you... set by statute, and usually the regulations are enacted under an existing piece of legislation. For example, a piece of legislation that says the um, what uh, the House Transportation well, the Committee EPA may, can control right, pollution. Can control pollution. Okay, that's a perfect example. The EPA's mandate is to do this or that or the other thing, and so they create regulations. Sometimes they're codified. Sometimes the regulations are submitted and voted on. Sometimes they're just administrative. See, right, right there's the point. See, the Congress doesn't have the, hmm, how should I put this nicely? Guts. They don't have the cojones <laughs> to do their job and set the laws as they should be. That is their job, to set laws, not give it, hand it over to the administrative state to say, okay, today we're going to ban CO2 from the air. That ain't what this Congress said. They said to lower pollution and emissions. But the administrator says, no, we're going to ban it. You can't make put CO2 in here. Well, then I guess everybody has to stop breathing. That's just an example. I know it's not exactly how it's put, but 
So Trump got rid of a lot of duplicate regulations and stuff with his executive orders, which, in my opinion, is not a bad thing because all those regulations were doing was killing business. The people that hire other people to do their to work and get paid and keep the economy rolling. And that's one reason the economy took off under Trump. Okay? Right. Now, the I, other I agree with you Biden there. Took, took an executive order was, now Trump had, now I'm not sure this is legal, okay? Trump had put an executive order to lower the drug prices of what? Insulin and uh, an effort. Well, I, you know the stuff I'm talking about for uh, people that have uh, Epinephrine? Re- allergic reaction. Epinephrine. That's it. Okay. You know, to lower the price. Now, was there anything wrong with that, that people should maybe pay a little less money for that type of stuff than to, uh, you know, get raped like they were with an effort? Epinephrine. Has Biden reversed that? Yes. No, I, I didn't I'm hear saying. that one. Hmm. Well, that's, that's, so, pretty, that's pretty amazing since he says he wants to help, the, you know, people who are less fortunate. Well, certainly gouging them on prices for drugs like that is not a good idea. Well, the key is but, that but, to these presidents, this is how they're ruling these days. Is rather than go through, you know, legislative measures, they're using the executive orders to impose whatever it was that they said they would do when they got elected. And the President Trump did what he wanted to do, and President Biden doing what he wanted to do. Uh, you know, I, I think we have sort of a skewed encapsulation of both Biden's and Trump's executive orders. But in any event, if you want to use your example about the regulation that the president repealed, all of the regulations that were imposed had a benefit. They either benefited the environment or they benefited the nearby property owners or they kept the noise down or the dust down or the water use down. And the president said, well, this is restricting business. So, yes, it did hurt business, but they all all of President Trump's had, uh, executive orders have a benefit. All of President Biden's executive orders have a benefit. Now, you can argue whether they're worth it or not, or they're sort of like both sides of the aisle to these discussions but this is the way uh, our I'm discussion today is mark. our discussion question. today is whether or not this is a good way to lead or not joe says no no it's not but question is uh canceling the xl pipeline permits is that a good for america well, this is consistent. You, you know, you'd have to look at the full perspective. Do you wish to fight climate change? Do you wish to make the U.S. even more energy independent? Do you, you wish to put people out of work? Well, hold on a minute. So <laughs> let's suppose you fight climate change by promoting businesses that use solar or wind or less invasive energies. That Keystone XL pipeline very tough on the environment and very contributory to climate change. So do you want the U.S. to become more energy independent? Is that your goal? That was not Trump's goal, but that is Biden's goal. Biden's goal is to uh, fight climate change, so that hurts that. All of those pipeline workers, if you heard on Fox News, if you watched that Fox show over the weekend, they said every single one of those pipeline workers are changing jobs. They're going to move from Keystone XL to another pipeline where, you know, other there's like 30 <laughs> other pipelines under construction in the U.S. that are fully permitted. So I, I think the if you think Keystone XL is consistent with your beliefs, as it was for Trump, you should keep it going. If you don't feel it's consistent if fighting climate change and promoting greener business and more energy independence for the U.S. is what you want, then you then you allow it. How does that well, more energy independence has made us much more productive as a country? Don't you agree? Right, right. And this is oil from Canada. You realize where the oil is. I realize starts, that. Right, okay. But, you know, so what are they going to do now? They're going to load it on tanker cars and ship it across every small town in America. That 
doesn't make us more energy independent. But that's so. what's going to happen. That's the net effect of, of canceling the Keystone Pipeline. That's, the no, oil's that's, still no, going to no, be no, moved. No, 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 Joe, that is not the net effect. That's the immediate effect. <laughs> that's what's happening now, basically. Anyway, Stan, go ahead. You get another minute, and then we've got to take the break. So tell me, which one of those executive orders actually does something for America? For the well, American people you know, in America. I, I hate to tell you this. I disagreed with almost everything President Trump did, but every single one of those did something for some segment of America that President Trump signed, and there were hundreds of them. Every one of them benefited someone and somehow, whether you know whether it was business or individuals or victims or workers or whatever it happened to be, every single one of Joe Biden's executive orders benefits someone in America. Now, you disagree adamantly <laughs> about which which is on which side, but uh, you get the idea, Stan. All right, we got to hit the road. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, uh, quickie break. Two callers waiting. Emails appending. Text is there. We'll be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all the central Pennsylvania for over a century. Perk sale ends Monday the 1st. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Might have time for one speedy dialer after our two callers get on the radio. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Joseph, very patiently waiting for a while. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, yes, I had a question. Maybe you gentlemen can answer for me. Uh, President Biden, of course, it was in effect before, but he extended that moratorium on evicting uh, tenants. And I'm a landlord, and where's my uh, benefit here? Uh, I don't know who was saying that. I think it was Mark said that everything Biden does benefits somebody. Uh, I want to know, as a landlord, where's my compensation? I got a tenant that's into me for over $2,000 now. Yeah, that's, got, that is a hey, tough I order. Hey, I don't I agree with shares. that. Hey? I don't agree with that either. I, I know a lot of landlords. Of course, I used to be a tenant, and uh, that is a tough rule. Plus... Why, why is it that a president, whether it's President Trump initially and now it's uh, President uh, Biden, right. can go into a contract that you and I signed behind closed doors? This is just between you and I. You know, you have the property and I have the rent money. Exactly. And, and he can say, aha, there's disease in Berwick. Your contract's null and void. I mean, I just don't get that. President Trump signed one, and then he let it run out. And now President Biden signed it. And it, it, 
and not to be ignorant, it's none of his blanking business what you and I do. With, right. And well, let me that, ask. Let me ask you. I have a lease, and they signed a lease. And if they fail in the lease, it says if they fail to pay the rent in such and such a time, etc., and keep the place up, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, I have the right to evict them. They signed that contract. I sign it, and. I, I'm under obligation, of course, to keep the place and, you know, maintain it and stuff, and I do that. But uh, if you go to evict them, that does not matter at all. That does not matter at all. I cannot kick them out. I have to go pay the government 200 and some bucks, go to the magistrate, and go through a long uh, thing. And Well, anyhow. Well, just, Joseph, uh, as a, you know, you've called on this uh, program many times, you're a person of faith. Let me ask you, if, if someone was adversely impacted by their job, they lost their job in the pandemic through no fault of their own, would you actually evict them if they couldn't pay their rent? No, that's not the situation here, but I've dealt, I no, deal I'll ask you what you would I, do. I deal with my tenants. I've had, I've had tenants get into me for $1,800, and they never paid it. And, and in fact, after the one tenant got out, uh, about a year later, he sent me a check for $75 or something, which I really appreciate, not because of the money so much, but that he was willing to uh, try and fulfill his obligation that he owed me. And I told him, I said, forget it. I said, I thank you, but the rest of that, don't worry about that money. I said, that's okay. You know what I mean? And that's the way I am. I try and work with him. You know what I mean? Uh, now I have another question. Now, uh, last week you had a caller on, and... Uh, when I went to school back in the uh, 50s and 40s, uh, we have one more minute. One minute. And wrote, or excuse me, read out of the Bible before we started the class. Okay, uh, and and then I, it really bothered me when you told that caller, "Hey, you, you're not allowed to read the Bible on here." And my question is, is that you, you two coast uh, host uh, decision, or is it the radio program itself decision? Because this is a little like. Uh, uh, Twitter and that there, you know, you can do certain things, but you can't do other things. Why is that? That's my question. I think you can't read the Bible. I don't mean to get on there and start reading a couple chapters or something, but when I uh, give you opinions of something, I quote the Bible because uh, it's not my opinion. I want to go by his opinion. Well, it's just enough to say Thank it's you, in Joseph. the Bible, Thank and you. you're welcome to reference the fact that it's there without reading us the entire Scripture, which takes up time for the program for people who want to call and also want to make comments. So, yeah. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, Joe nailed it. I, really, if, if you have an important thing that you've learned from the Bible, you're welcome to weave that into your important remarks about the issues of the day. One of our listeners... Without reading every single item of text. Uh, we wouldn't allow you to read from War and Peace if that made up. A... <laughs> if it would really help. <laughs> if it would really help would delay your the show, though. Right. <laughs> that might be good for listeners. One of our listeners says, Mark, you didn't answer Joseph's question who benefited from the eviction uh, order. The tenants. Right, the tenants, obviously. <laughs> I, I, and I, <laughs> Joseph obviously knew that answer. Uh, Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh, this wasn't what I was calling, but as far as when you have a renter, uh, you don't have to claim that income, so you can still write off everything else in taxes. So eventually it comes around. But anyway, I was just trying to uh, wait, call wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if you have a tenant who doesn't pay, you're out. I mean, you you might get a write off of your taxes. I suppose that's feasible because it's part of your property loss, but it's not dollar for dollar. Your taxes are just a tiny fraction of the money you've lost. 
Well, right. But, I mean, eventually you'll get that money. If you have to take them to court, you take them to court. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, doesn't everybody feel like a lot of stress has gone away since Trump is out of the office? Not really. I think we're getting more stress these days. Joe's a little wound up. (laughs) Well, you know, people are saying that he's not on both sides of the aisle. Well, I would like to tell you that he is. helping people with their own employment and trying to get people back into school. So that's both sides of the aisle. And he's even trying to raise uh, unemployment where you get, instead of $300 a week, $400 a week. And as far as the pipeline goes, those are only temporary jobs. I mean, actually, truck drivers driving fuel trucks are full-time jobs. So, I mean, it benefits them. Which one's safest? Which one is safest? And ruining water and taking (laughs) Indians' property or people's personal property. Just like our pi- our bypass is done. Oh, you're in trouble now. You criticize the bypass. So what's wrong with, you know, sometimes you have to take land for public improvements. I know many people don't like eminent domain, but that isn't the first stop along the path. The first stop is to try to negotiate a fair settlement. And before they can take your property, they have to call in experts to appraise its value. They have to make you an offer. Then they have to negotiate the offer. I mean, the last thing that happens, the absolute last thing that happens is eminent domain and somebody takes your property. Well, when you put that bypass in, you took a lot of people's property, plus they killed a lot of... We didn't take anybody's property. Everybody was compensated. You mean, we say I t- when you say I took your property... Wait a that? second. When you say I took your property, that makes it sound like I gave it... I just took it and gave you nothing in return. You did. You took it willy-nilly. <laughs> Everybody gets a chance to have their day in court. Uh, you know, they create a board of you. They have all sorts of hoops they have to jump through to get you get your property. All right, we'll give you the last so word. You got 30 seconds. What's happening with those ash pits over there in Smoking Dam? What's happening with them is somebody's talking, Talon Energy is talking about putting a uh, series of, uh, well, not windmills, but uh, uh, solar panels in there to generate power. Something that doesn't weigh a lot, that, that would sit on the surface right. nicely. Okay, yeah. Yeah. there you go. Okay, and the old power plant is, the old power plant's still laying there. Well, they're ca- they're cleaning it up as fast as they can. <laughs> as fast There's as no rush. <laughs> yeah, what's the hurry? All right, okay, thank you so you much. Yeah, you, if you, the longer you the wait, the higher the price of scrap metal goes up, so you might as well wait. To be continued, great conversations. We'll finish all these conversations and have a few more during the 9 a.m. hour. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbird, WKOK News Time. It is now 9 a.m. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Joe McGranahan is across from me. Our fabulous producer, Rob Sanders, over there. So he's taking care of his aspect of the whole operation. We invite you to call us, 1-800-795-9565. Talked a little bit about uh, several Honduran caravans that are being heavily covered by Fox News as they move across Central America, headed towards the border. Joe says they're going to try to sneak over the border before 
the president does his 100-day action related to immigration. So what's your view about that? We're, we're arguing whether executive orders are really the best way to lead. Joe says, no, I say it's the best way to lead. It's the only way to get anything done. All of the executive orders from any president ever benefited some element of their constituency and others, of course, hurt some element of uh, somebody, I'm sure. So what's your view on executive orders? We can talk about President Biden, his first couple of days in office. We can talk about the many Republicans who still say the election was stolen. We can talk about uh, COVID-19, the pandemic. Even Let's talk about Chuck Schumer and his big gaffe. Okay, right. His funny gaffe, which we're not going to play on the radio. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, so we can talk about why that. Why not? We can why, argue. Why can't we? You know, are we going to edit it out and make it clean it up the way ABC did? We can argue about, uh, let's see, what form of animal President Trump will come back as. He said he would be coming back in the form in some, in some form. form. So we can <laughs> can discuss that. And uh, maybe he'll come back as a banana tree. Maybe that would you, be a form. Maybe you have another. <laughs> what form will we come back in? <laughs> Well, one of our listeners says, says 1040A. <laughs> IRS form. That's funny. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, that's the best one yet. 1-800-795-9565 the number to call if you have any of our good questions. Please call us back. Maybe you could come back as a Bernie Sanders in a funny sweater, a fuzzy sweater, or a big park in mittens, too, in a folding chair. 1-800-795-9565 on the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, you can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. Some brief news headlines. Another location for COVID-19 vaccines is popping up. Evangelical Community Hospital in Lewisburg announced this morning they'll start taking phone calls to schedule vaccines for people in the Phase 1A group. That's people over the age of 65 and people with certain medical conditions over the age of 16. They say call 570-522-4530, then press 1 when you get the opportunity Monday through Friday between 8 and 6 to schedule. That's 570-522-4530 to schedule your vaccine. Evangelical, or tell, check that. Back at Geisinger, the president and CEO, Dr. J. Wan Rue, says they've partnered with the CSIU to try to get some teachers with their vaccinations ASAP. So at least for now, as we work through that 1A grouping, you know, we don't anticipate those uh, scrambling kind of scenarios to play out as much as it did last week. You can hear all of his remarks on the WKOK podcast page. Penn Live did a great story about the State Game Commission doing preliminary approval of some new rules allowing Sunday hunters on at least one day for squirrel, grouse, rabbit, pheasant, woodchuck, possum, skunk, weasel, raccoon, and a porcupine. Maybe you can get your weasel this exactly. year. <laughs> I knew that wouldn't get past you. Okay, thank you. Hey, I got my weasel. <laughs> uh, let's see. On Friday, the president of the State Troopers Association, David Kennedy, told WHTM-TV that the Wolf Administration's decision to include cigarette smokers in Phase 1A before state troopers and other first responders is wrong. Two days ago, State Department of Health announced that new groups of Pennsylvanians would be included in Phase 1A of the COVID vaccination plan, included in the new 
new group, smokers and pregnant women, along with these people, high-risk individuals, are able to become immunized before many of the state's first responders and police. So how about that? That's bad. All right. Uh, Joe, uh, what did you do over the weekend? Answer that question while I do something here. What did I do over the weekend? I rested. Okay. (laughs) Is that one word answer? So you'd be ready for me. Do you want me to read something here? No, no, no. We're fine. Okay. I'm ready now. Joe has been wondering and wondering when a tough question would go to the president. And finally, on Saturday, a tough question for Jen Psaki. She did not have the answer to the question, but said she would get it ASAP. And she put music in her answer on Twitter. I did ask him for my four-year-old niece, Soraya, who was very curious about what his favorite ice cream was. And his favorite ice cream was chocolate chip. So that is my, uh, my update for all of you on that. But I have not found the freezer yet. All right. Joe Biden's favorite ice cream is chocolate chip. Oh, thank goodness we have the answer to that one. You know, and they ask him and they ask her an even more difficult question and she had no answer for it. You remember uh, among the executive orders uh, President Biden signed was one requiring that all people wear masks on federal property all the time. And then there were pictures of him and his family at the Lincoln Memorial and other places the same day, maskless. And when Jen Psaki was asked about it, she said, well, he was celebrating. Oh, okay. So if I'm celebrating, I don't have to do what the government says I have to do. No, but he and his family were there unmasked. He signed an order saying that you had to be masked (laughs) under all circumstances on federal property. And there he was Maybe being photographed, ado- <laughs> not not masked on Maybe federal he's property. he's adopting, uh, who is it, President Trump, who said, I don't need to wear a mask, I get tested. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you're going to write a law that says everybody has to do this under all you circumstances, should you should comply. But, and what was her answer? Oh, uh, her was answer was he was celebrating. It was an, a historic day for the American people, and he was celebrating. Okay, so, so if I... was overly zealous in If I choose to celebrate, then I could ignore all the government regulations. Does it really bother you that he did that, or you just... No, it doesn't. Another gotcha. No, it's just, it's just You're I don't do this like for four years. I did it with Trump. I don't like hypocrisy. I don't like people saying "do as I do," not do or "do as I say," not do as I do. But aren't you a hypocrite? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I try very hard not to be. But isn't it our sinful nature to be hypocritical? Well, I don't think hip- his hypocrisy is sin. I don't no, believe so. It depends on what the crime is, you know, or what the issue. Is that is. the eleventh commandment? Thou shalt not be a hypocrite. <laughs> just asking. <laughs> okay. Well, in any event, Chuck Schumer had a big gaffe this week, and this is a funny story. Democratic well, it was last week, but anyway. All right, de- all right. Well, I'm, you're right. Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer was ridiculed on Friday for an unfortunate gaffe he made while criticizing former President Donald Trump's supposed influence on the January 6th Capitol riot. But Schumer's error was conveniently edited out in a clip that aired Sunday on ABC's This Week. Schumer was discussing plans to move forward with an impeachment trial of Trump after the House and Senate voted to impeach the ex-president of incitement of insurrection. It was then that Schumer made the somewhat phallic flub. He said, make no mistake, there will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Trump incited the erection, uh, uh, insurrection against the United States. When ABC's This Week re-aired the segment, Schumer's gaffe was notable, noticeably absent. The transcript now reads, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Trump incited the insurrection. So there they are. ABC News wants to make sure Democrats are portrayed in the best possible light, wrote one emailer. It was McConnell. If it was McConnell, they would have had a 15-minute segment laughing at him, followed by a serious discussion of his declining mental state. 
Well, here's this opens a can of worms. Yes, I, I'm sure ABC's covering him, but this was they were re-airing a summary of what you know, sort of the top uh, things that popped up in the news this week, so to speak. No pun intended. Uh, so. But see, this this opens a bigger can of worm. How much should the news media edit what leaders say, if at all? They should not. Never. No matter what. Okay. So if they make a mistake, if Donald right. Trump made a mistake or Trump said something like that, I'm sure they would have run it in its entirety. Well, okay. You know. So right. if they okay. could so say media has bias, we'll, we'll stipulate you that. Could, that's you fine. could say you could run it and say obviously uh, Senator Schumer didn't mean what he said exactly. Okay. All right. You know you. Can clarify it. You can give it context, but you shouldn't edit it because if I take that word out today, what about another word that completely alters the meaning? Okay, so all right. So l- let me ask you this: We had a one of the uh, people around here who was in a position of decision making. The president of something around here gave a speech one time, and it was twelve minutes. But he is an individual that he says uh, a lot. So he said. Uh, and furthermore, when it comes to uh, an opportunity to talk about uh, <laughs> reducing crime, uh, okay, and this went on for 12 minutes. Now, our editor has a, a little ah uh, detector. It has a uh, detector. We took them all out. Well, that's okay, because that's not a word. That doesn't alter the meaning of what the man said. It's just to compact it and to make it, okay. uh, to make him, I guess, make him sound better. If you wanted to show that person to be as someone whose thoughts aren't well organized, you would probably leave those uhs in, because typically, okay. when you say uh, or you know what I mean, or uh, right. um, God, you know, you know, you're just buying time while you reorganize some more thoughts. That is so true. <laughs> okay, but are you not hypocritical then? Because... When Chuck Schumer inadvertently used the word erection instead of insurrection, insurrection, they took out the word erection because it didn't change his meaning, which was talk about insurrection. So you're saying they actually enhanced his speech, and now you're mad about that. Well, they did. They made him sound more cogent and more... <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't want <laughs> him to was. sound good no, no matter No, I'm what. just saying that that's... This is a gotcha moment, and they missed the boat. Who is going to make a determination of what he meant? You know, you could look at that and say... <laughs> you think he no. was talking about you, President you, Trump's erection? No. <laughs> you could say that this is a guy who's had it in for President Trump since the very beginning. And this was an actual deliberate word that he used and has used many times about the president. Okay. You could use that. You could believe that. Could you not? Wouldn't that not be an un- unreasonable assumption? Oh, boy. one 800 I don't need to tell, tell you what the expression is when that relates to phallic symbols when, mm-hmm. it recover, when it involves someone who has been out to get somebody for a long time <laughs> or who seriously dislikes them. All right. Should we... <laughs> ever edit what an official says. If it doesn't hurt the meaning, which in this particular case, it ruined Joe's ability to have another gotcha moment for Chuck <laughs> Schumer, but it probably enhanced what he said because it got rid of the little gaff. All right, what about during uh, we probably had a soundbite of this somewhere where President Biden was during his inauguration and he stuttered over the word urban to say that this isn't a rural issue or a 
urban issue. It kind of messed that up. So over the weekend, I saw that clip again, and of course they didn't edit the change to it, even though doing so right. would have enhanced the, the meaning as to use your criteria. Uh, should they do that? Yeah, my, my argument is no. I mean, the president is the president. If he speaks well, he should be quoted accurately. If he doesn't, uh, but on the other hand, what you saw was on uh, ABC's This Week, and they're just trying to present a summary. And if you put mistakes in there, it's going to distract from you know sort of your premise that you're building. You're building the foundation for the rest of the show. But the mistake is was one he made. Right. He consciously or unconsciously oh, yeah. Consciously. said that said that word mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Wouldn't you think that analysis of why he may have made that Freudian slip, if it was a Freudian slip, would be appropriate? And if it was Trump, right. do you think they would have made, they would have just yeah, let it that's pass? That's your point. If, if we say, okay, today on On the Mark, we're going to determine Chuck Schumer's true meaning. All right, we're going to play 100 sound bites and, and they're unedited. Joe is going to do analysis of what Chuck Schumer's true meaning is, or Mitch McConnell's true meaning. Why is Mitch McConnell the head of the Senate? Well, he's not anymore. Well, why was he, and why will he be again <laughs> in two years or four years or whoever he, you know, whatever his so goal many is hangs on. to be back on? So, well, because he wants to be in power. So, okay, so that's his true motivation is to be back in power. But you know, I just think you're you're. You're, you're, this is picayune, but it is a, a valid issue. How much, if at all, should the media edit people? I told you before, we edited four minutes out of a speech of somebody who was not inarticulate, uh, super genius smart, but just, you know, use those pauses to buy time when they were thinking about what to say. We see that a lot when you get a spokesman and they have to speak very, very carefully without misstating, you know, what their company or their hospital or their organization is really trying to, is all about. You know what I mean? 1-800, you know, 1-800-795-9565. All right. We're buying time here before the break. Right. 1-800-795-9565. Do you care about that? Uh, the President Trump's executive orders are under fire, but President Biden's are getting largely a buy in the media. What's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. Should we edit speech at all from people? Um, some people say no. You know, we'll do this with a soundbite. You know, Joe McGranahan will be at a ribbon cutting and it'll make a tiny little speaking error and we'll fix that when on the playback. Should we do that? 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Thank you so much for call or for listening. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you wish to join uh, the 
cadre of nobody who has dialed in the past five minutes. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565, on the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 to 15, Hummel's Wharf. Find out tons more about them at sunburymotors.com. We invite you to do what I did. Go to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. I got some service. I got serviced. I got inspected. I got pumped up with nitrogen. I got some body work. And so this is what you can do. Uh, they can do what they've done for many other people, and that's uh, you leave in much better condition than when you went in, and your vehicle is in pretty good shape, too. Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Quick Lane. Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. That's also where you can build a Ford. Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln to your precise specifications. Click on a coupon for The Works, a fuel saver program. It's an opportunity for you to make sure that you're saving a lot of money when you're using the Sunbury Motor Company's website. It's a great opportunity for you to do very well with your dollars. So please check out the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. One of our emailers says, an internal email to ICE officers reveals Joe Biden ordered more than 14,000 illegal aliens in custody to be released. This was not included in the executive order, but was an internal email sent to ICE from the desk of Joe Biden. How does the MS-13 gang members benefit America? This is the author of this article. Release them all immediately. Joe Biden orders ICE agents to release all illegal aliens in custody. We can't verify that. <laughs> yeah, we, I doubt it. It doesn't seem right. I mean, I'm sure he wants some people out, but uh, I don't think... Uh what is it, 13,000 14,000. 14,000, yeah, that's... I, I have. I would think that would have made the news. <laughs> I think you'd have read something, even in the Washington right, Post. Right, even in the Washington Post. Well, the Washington Post is, is scrutinizing President Biden pretty well. So uh, maybe they're going to... Maybe it's just whoever's in the presidency, they, they're hyper-scrutinized. They also came out of the weekend, uh, President Trump told 30,000 lies or misstatements during his t- tenure. That's quite an achievement. Right, well, and most of them are in the last year. I guess, when he was campaigning. All right, Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, you can go to the Washington Post if you and 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 they have them listed and categorized and whatnot. Good. I'll check it out. Yeah. All right, what uh, else? First about Epinephrine, uh, he suspended the, he froze the uh, executive order till March 22nd till they have a chance to review it. Because he's doing that with most of uh, Trump's uh, very recent flurry of executive orders, and that that one was uh, signed on December twenty second. So and what was that? Sup- and that was supposed to hold the price of epinephrine at a certain level. Well, actually, it's a little more technical than that. For community centers and places that get federal funding, they had to uh, pass the savings on to their to the patients who earn less than forty thousand dollars a year, and uh, or they might lose their federal funding. And uh, actually, the centers say they were already doing this, and if. Pennsylvania is an example. They've been passing it out free around here, I believe, haven't they? To oh, you're thinking of the naloxone, right? Well, maybe that was naloxone. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah the, they say they were already doing it, and all the order does is make them look like they were uh, 
just waiting to skin poor people for, for money, and they weren't doing it at all. And he put a hold on a lot of, uh, all, almost all the executive orders he signed in the last, you know, month. Okay. All right, so, what else? Well, I think Joe deserves the word, uh, the award there for uh, least important media prejudice objection of all time. There. <laughs> yeah, of the, Schumer, the Schumer edit. Year. What? The Schumer edit. Well, Fox told you Joe to talk Schumer about edit. this. Uh, you're supposed to put in a distracting uh, verbal flub in order to... Uh, when Again, that's muddying that the lines kind of between. To complain about. No, it's not. It's muddying the lines between what between editorial content and news. The news is what no, he said. The editorial what, content what, is what I edited his news to say. Yes, it does, Chris. Get, get serious. Did you notice I that have. if I take that word out of him today, tomorrow I could take another word out that completely alters your meaning. If you go down that slope, the way to do it, the way to do it is to actually it, give it okay? context. The way to do it is to give it context. To say when in a statement on the Senate floor this out. morning, Chuck Schumer One made a mistake. Time, guys. And that's all that's the simplest thing to do. Just give it context. Yes. I'm sure you Joe. It's it's not a matter of giving context. It's a matter of clarifying meaning for a discussion. Uh, how do you know? What, how do you doing. know? How do you know that that's not what he meant? That the first word is the word he really meant. Well, I guess if you have an IQ of one hundred and sixty, uh, and you can figure it out. But anybody <laughs> dumber than that, I guess, can't. Well, you don't know that. You're, you're reading the guy's mind. You're saying that you know Chris knows what the man meant. Joe's yes, IQ yes. is one fifty nine and, and, and a half. And you know what, what Trump really meant? Kafifi. <laughs> right. And though, did anybody edit that out of what he said? Did anybody edit that out? He didn't say it. He tweeted it. <laughs> he tweeted it. But nobody edited it when quoted him. He never edited it out of his tweet, I don't believe. Well, he never canceled it, and he, he never explained We don't know that was. Chuck you know edited it. When you're doing speeches, if you flub a speech on the Senate floor, you can edit your flub, flub out if you say something you didn't mean. If you forget to put in a knot or something, mm-hmm. you can edit the speech afterwards, and Schumer did that. Okay, so but what, no, ABC, I, Schumer didn't do it, ABC did it. leaving it out. Schumer didn't edit it, ABC edited I, it. That, you're, you're, <laughs> Schumer edited it, it, it was out of his official speech. He edited it as his official speech, which you're allowed to do. But we're talking about ABC's edit. Yes. And if you're going to make what, what he clearly meant for offer what he clearly meant for discussion purposes, do you leave it in or take it out? You let it in because that's what he said. <laughs> Joe's a realist. This he is the, incre- it the second he said it, Joe. This is the he incredible shrinking did. Joe. Every gaffe now is going to be go yeah, down in yeah, history. I mean, uh, that, that's just a ridiculous argument, Joe. With, how about no importance whatsoever? How about Joe Biden's earpiece falling out, and someone had to remind him he had to say, "Salute the Marines." What about it? <laughs> he has to be reminded <laughs> to salute the Marines. 
What about it? Well, I'm just saying that these are things that happen. They're part of the warts and all view of people. We looked at Donald yes, Trump's and if you're warts. you're doing the thing on warts and all and, and not meaning, then I suppose you should leave it in. Well, we did it with Donald but Trump every single day of his presidency. On a particular subject where you want people's opinions known, you uh, and, might take it out. And Donald Trump love. and Donald Trump was talking hypothetically about some way to find a dis, something that would disinfect or kill the germs. And all of a sudden, we've got people saying, "Oh, he was gargling. He's gargling with Clorox." You know, we every single mistake he made, we amplified to, to the nth degree. It was just bleach. So, I mean, if we're going to do it for one guy, we're going to do it for everybody. Well, that wasn't a, a, a mistake. That was an aside that he was saying and just showed how silly was he was. That was off the top of his head, and it shows what he thinks when he thinks off the top of his head. <laughs> yeah, it was just very revealing. That, just as Chuck he, Schumer spoke is. off the top of his head when he used a word that he really but meant. What, what, what do you edit out? You have to just drop that whole statement, right? All right, got to get another caller going, Chris. If you Chris. drop the whole statement, then you're obviously changing it. 30 seconds, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, well, it... Just, Joe, there's so many more important things about media coverage than that. I mean, that's a, that's a minuscule drop of unimportance. Yeah, Joe's, uh, Joe's shrinking. Ooh, there's I like no that. doubt about that. A minuscule drop of unimportance, right. as opposed to a ton of unimportance. Hold on, Than. We'll be right back. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Marco. We got a couple open lines, 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Uh, how about right here, Joe, where I'm clicking up there? Okay, That's... Chris, a few weeks ago you criticized Joe, whether justly or not, for interrupting you. Have you ever listened to yourself? You constantly interrupt while someone else is responding to you. All right, let's see if you can talk to Than without interrupting. Go ahead, Than. You're on the mark, Joe's not going to interrupt. Uh, could I give an explanation to the interruptions? It's hard for we on the telephone to hear you yes, right we, away. We know and, that. And, and sometimes we do interrupt, I know that. I uh, got my topic taken away by Chris. I was, this is part, though, of something new that I found, and that is I wake up in the morning not wondering what somebody in government called somebody else that was a derisive comment. We hear some of that, mostly from Joe now, but this is an opportunity for us, if we don't want to hear that kind of stuff, we don't have to listen to Joe. For Unfortunately, when the people in power are saying that the news media are uh, the enemy of the people and that uh, our reporter is stupid and that Chuck uh, Schumer is a stupid little man. Uh, if we wanted to hear that now, we have to go listen to Joe McGranahan. Uh, you know, Stan, and, get your facts straight. I didn't say any of those things. None of them. I didn't no, say no, Chuck Schumer was, was a stupid little man. No, you listen to me for a minute. I didn't say any of that you're stuff. Interrupting. I didn't say any of that. You know, you can't constantly put words in my mouth and try and change my meaning, and then you object when someone does that to you. Go ahead, Than. Dan Mitchell. Going once. Oh, I think we lost him on the oh, cell phone. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, he's gone. I guess he got tired of being interrupted. Uh, Than, or no, no. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Ah, thank you. 
I was wondering uh, if uh, is bootlicker an acceptable thing to say on a radio? Sure. <laughs> is they it? used they used to call them lick spittles. That's okay too. Uh, yeah, I'm honored to have two of them represent me. I got Keller up up here at the at my cabin in the woods, and I got the <clears throat> the thrice wondering about Scott Perry at home in Cumberland County. <laughs> What 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 a fortunate guy I am, and I can't get an appointment to get a vaccination. That's oh. good. Other than, other than that, everything's good, you know. Call Evan. You're in their catchment area when you're in town. Uh, all they say, all all our lines are tied up, blah blah, and on a recording, you can't get through. Okay. I tried already. Okay. I'm going to thank you for that announcement on the radio. That was cool. Well, we'll see. We'll try uh, to get you guys, we'll I'm try surprised to get you guys in. aren't talking about Scott Perry's involvement in the. Uh, Insurrection and overthrowing of the election. Yeah, what is that? Did, a, we did the story we're earlier. We're not going to talk about or what? We did do it earlier. Um, let's today. Oh, today. Well, yeah, it was on. We have a report from Radio PA. Ah. Uh, you want to hear? Yeah, it? he introduced Trump. He introduced introduced Trump to uh, Clark. Isn't that interesting? You know who <laughs> Clark is. Uh, no. Jeffrey he is, Clark. He is a deputy in the uh, Department of Justice. He would have been the th- third in command of yeah. the Civil Division. Right. Who would have been elevated? To, uh, he he uh, he agreed that, that the election was fraudulent, and he was going. He's the guy they wanted Trump to put in charge so he could call the Georgia people in Georgia to overturn their election. <laughs> what a strange thing! But. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. All right, here you go. A lot of people call, is what about Scott Perry? Should should he remain as somebody's representative? I mean, and he also voted to overturn what what the people said in uh, in Pennsylvania about the election af- after the insurrection, after the the riot. And there's also film footage of him sitting in that room with that young lady offered him a mask, and him uh, smiling. And they're rejecting it and sitting there maskless, uh, packed in a room with people, hiding from his own uh, insurrectionist uh, fellow, whatever they are. Well, you realize he had uh, he had a very strong Democratic opponent, very strong. Matter of fact, I was surprised he won. And yet yeah, he, he, he won. No, he didn't just barely. No, he didn't. He won by a, a fairly substantial vote total. I saw the total this morning in a story. It was like... 200,000 to 180,000 or something like that. So, I mean, the people in his district elected him, and I suspect that they're dissatisfied. They'll turn him out the next time around. Oh, so we have to wait. So the Republicans, <laughs> they want to overturn something that happened in the past, but we got to wait in the future to get rid of somebody who wanted to overthrow the vote. Well, it's not a crime. And, and, it's, it's not a crime and, to want to overturn it. involved in an insurrection. It's not a crime. He wasn't involved in the insurrection. He wasn't throwing yes, any bombs. Was. He wasn't. He introduced Trump to court. That's that's, yeah, that's just after. a matter of, of uh, some civil procedure that they were trying to do, to do. Well, was, was it a, wrong? Probably, was, but it wasn't was, illegal. Yeah, they were trying to they were trying to overturn the election. Why would Perry but not have illegally. anything to do with the election in Georgia anyway? Well, they weren't trying well, to overturn that it. Give him a bad name for no real reason. They weren't trying to overturn it illegally. They were trying to do legal steps, which maybe are a little shady, uh, depending on how you view it. But I don't think he committed a crime. And if he didn't commit a crime, why should he resign? <laughs> well, I mean, what, what is the definition of a crime, anyway? I mean, that's a crime that's... against humanity. How about 
uber ethics uh, well, a crime problem. against humanity I mean, isn't wins. a crime against humanity wouldn't be involving an election i mean if he tried to kill people a mass mass oh, murder that would be a crime whoa, against whoa. humanity I mean, the, the free and wonderfully smooth transition of power in elections in the united states is is something that people all over the world aspire to. Agree. Is that not true? I completely agree with you. That's exactly what it is. Well, then, what right. he's doing it is a crime against humanity. No, it's not. I'm or sorry. attempting to. <laughs> it's not a crime <laughs> against humanity. But nice try, though. Why? All right. Thank you so much, <laughs> nice Mike. Try, Mike. we, we okay. got to move well, on. Again. Thank okay, you. Thank you. Wanna, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Make, I just wondered about boot, if boot licking was okay to say. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Lickspittle's lick even yes. more fun. <laughs> All right, Joe, start reading here. Okay. Schumer makes a gaffe, and the media tries to cover it up. They were a little slow th- through all uh, through all of it over the Internet, or it's all over the Internet. Wonder what was on his mind, <laughs> laughing out loud. Do you remember when Trump tweeted Kofefe or something close to that? And the media spent hours on that letter salad. The media hypocrisy is on full display as usual. All right. Uh, that takes us back to Than. Than, when we last just spoke. <laughs> Joe was explaining to me that he didn't say those exact words. And, Joe, you knew the meaning of what I said. I didn't even and convey is, the inference. I didn't even convey the inference. Right, I nobody didn't say has any idea Chuck what you're Schumer talking about. Both, both of you, move on. Okay. Okay, let me say that I feel much better, much more comfortable without a man leading the country who has no apparent morals, no apparent couth, as opposed to uncouth, and uh, was a disturber of the peace of government. It feels so good to wake up in the morning and to hear that we have this argument in the Senate about whether we're going to do a this or that or the other thing and people are calling each other out in the very best of ways it's the way the government should go and joe i think you should drop your stephen colbert act and get to be the moderate republican you were for in my estimation all of your life amen the incredible shrinking joe is very unattractive (laughs) (laughs) but i i think just attacking Uh, things that are so light, as Chris said. This is the most important thing you could come up with. That's wonderful. I didn't create it. I I didn't create it. He created it himself, Dan. I just pointed it out. (laughs) All right, thank you. And by the way, somehow, without being online, because I hardly ever go to Facebook, I was able to hear that problem that uh, Schumer had with a word... And I've heard it on every network I've watched. The point wasn't that it was being withheld. The point was that ABC edited it out. That was the point of the discussion. A great point, Joe. And if you keep going after those points, we are very happy. Very happy. Yeah, just f- focus on the gaffes and, and leave the policy decisions to us. Exactly. Uh, thank, thank you, Than. I, I must be out of time. You thank are. you. Thanks for calling back. Yep, appreciate that. Uh, Frank, you are next up. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'm actually calling about how happy I've been the last week. Um, I've, I've just wanted to come to the defense of Joe. So that caller that was putting words in his mouth, you know, I'm going to call out that caller who called in. No. Joe doesn't, has not said those derogatory statements. So 
just a rare moment. Um, Joe is very consistent. I know used to battle back and forth, but that's what's great about WKOK. People get to speak their mind. So I just want to wish you a, a happy, good New Year. Um, I'm I'm less involved in the politics because I'm more involved with the family and church and business and trying to get things back together. So good luck with well. good luck with that. We're all pulling for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, take care, guys. Thanks you, a lot. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. You still there? Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay, Frank? This isn't the Frank we know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would t- pick that up immediately. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great guy. Yep. Uh, well, great I, job. I okay. like this Frank. I hope he calls more. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. <laughs> Take care. But right. he can okay. see right through you now. Okay, Joe, we're going to have you start here. Okay. Wow. Pipeline jobs are only temporary jobs. Is that a good reason to not have good-paying jobs? That is the nature of construction jobs. They are all part-time and temporary jobs. The only people going to make money from no pipeline is the owners of the railroad that will run the oil from the Canadian border to the coast. I've seen that is uh, that is way uh, Warren, Warren Buffett, Buffett, a heavy Democrat um, or heavy Democrat done? Donor. A donor, okay. Uh, makes one wonder, doesn't it? Oh, by the way, by, didn't Biden claim he was going to repair our relationship with our allies? Stopping a pipeline that is beneficial to an ally and America sure isn't a good start on it. Okay. Bob from Paxinus, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I just want to say another thing that uh, Biden's done since uh, being president, he took away the transgender out of the military that Trump did, you know, discriminating people. And I also want to say, you know, Pat Toomey, talk about a Republican with a, a flip-flop. You know, this, he uh, put the thumbs down for allowing this retired Army general that uh, Biden selected for the defense. But as soon as he was elected, then he gives a thumbs up. What is that about? You put him down, and then you give him a thumbs up after he's, you know. Who are you talking about? Toomey, but what? who is he? He voted for somebody and then didn't He vote voted for? against the waiver and oh, okay. voted for his nomination. Okay. And I think that's a policy decision. He felt the waiver was there for a good reason, and he supported the waiver. But then afterwards, he voted on the qualifications of the man. I'd say that shows a yeah. thoughtful vote. Toomey is strikingly well, independent now, so he's he does whatever he wants to. You know, if he was like, more like Bob Casey, you give a thumbs up for everything. And they put this stuff <laughs> in Casey. on the weekend when people can't talk about it. That's, you know, this is the, what they do with the weekend papers. They put stuff in that people aren't going to talk about, so it gets under the carpet. Okay. So. All right. Thank you so much. Take a quickie break. The fish in it. we got a caller waiting. Yeah, we'll, take, uh, we'll have time for another one or two. 1-800-795-9565. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top 
stop selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Okay. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, upper right-hand corner. So it looks like Congress wants to investigate the fraud investigators instead of investigating the possibility of election fraud. That's an interesting point. All right, and I think this is all one text. All right, Mark, how does stopping deportation, deporting criminal illegals in custody help Americans? How does ending border wall construction help Americans and border security? How does stopping the XL pipeline help Americans when it takes jobs and will raise energy prices? How does allowing men that think they're women to compete in women's sports and women's bathrooms help? How does that help American women? How does the rejoining of the Paris Climate Treaty help Americans when other other signatories ignore it, and America pays the freight. How does allowing f- travel from terrorist countries or terrorist exporting nations again going to help America? These are some of the things that in Biden's executive orders, uh, and uh, not one. Well, what well, happened I'm to sorry, it? Went away, and not one of them are good for America. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Little disjointed, but we did the best we could with it. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, it seems like our discussion this morning is strangely silent concerning that the articles of impeachment are being delivered to the Senate today. Uh, meanwhile, Fox News decides they're going to travel all the way down to Guatemala to try to drum up uh, a, a news story. Uh, just interesting to me. Um, why aren't we talking more about the impeachment? Well, I think it because certainly was talked about on the Sunday shows and uh, a little bit today in, in to the headlines. There, there's one article that's going to be delivered today, and the trial's set to start on February the 8th. That's the story. What more do you want us to nope. drag, out, drag out about Well, it? the story is that, that, that they're going forward with it, that we have a president who's been impeached twice, and it's historical because it's never happened before, so it's a point of history. Meanwhile, Fox News is trying to go, what, four countries over to try to drum up um, you know, some some uh, drum up a new story uh, about some you know caravan. Um, well, they're not drumming that, it up. The, they're not drumming it up. They're reporting on it the same way they've reported on the impeachment. No, they're drumming it up. No, they're reporting on. They're it. drumming. Anyway, go ahead, Eric. Uh, well, thank you. I just, just I think we need to uh, be, be looking at looking forward. Well, part of that looking forward is taking care of what's happened in the past, and so many Republicans want to sweep this under the rug and say, well. You know, it wasn't that bad. And we're trying to forget about history. And I, I tell you, gentlemen, this this man is not impeached the second time. He will try to reemerge, and history will repeat itself. Will try to repeat itself because we tend to forget over a series of, of years what actually happened. He's already been impeached the second time. And he's I never mean, been convicted. convicted. You, you know what I mean, Joe. You well, know, I, I don't edit people's comments. I just deal with what they said. <laughs> you knew what he meant. Well, he was and, impeached and, and, twice, and he's, and he's uh, never been convicted. Of the first time because they didn't convict him. That, I mean, they didn't convict him after the first. But, of course, impeachment doesn't mean anything. It's being convicted of whatever the article No, I think are. you were right the first time. Impeachment means a lot, and the fact that he was impeached twice says a lot, and exactly. you're right, it's historical. But I don't think he's going to be convicted because I don't think what he did quite rises to the level of creating an insurrection. 
I know you do, and you're entitled to your opinion, well, but I, I don't. Yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, fact, it was a standing president of the United States in a situation where that day uh, they were trying, and he, he empowered his people to try to go enforce that. That, to me, is insurrect. Okay, but it, the words themselves weren't a clear call to incitement of a riot. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, see, we're, we're what, less than three weeks away, and, and we're forgetting now. Would you have rioted? And that, that's, that's my biggest concern. We're forgetting or trying to downplay this. No, we're not downplaying it. It was, was wrong. It was, it was wrong. Well, it was it, terribly wrong, but it wasn't, in my opinion, it, it didn't rise to that and level. And man should have to pay a price for that. Should With great power comes great responsibility. All right, Bill I've Clinton. Said that time and time again during his administration. Bill Clinton lied and now under it's oath. Time to be held responsible for your actions. Bill Clinton lied under oath. Should he have been convicted? Bill Clinton. See, you keep. No, going, I'm asking you. you I'm saying. Because what was Bill Clinton convicted of? It, it didn't rise well, to the level. It didn't he, he, rise he to lied the level. Under oath. Right. President Trump refused to go under oath. Never once did he go under oath. Otherwise, he would have been convicted of that, too. Well, he didn't he have to. He was smart enough not to. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, because Bill Clinton didn't believe that he, you know, it was his definition that we're talking about semantics. No, but you're missing but my point. You Republicans want to go back to Bill Clinton. No, what no. Happened was was you're missing my point. House, you're missing my then, point. You're missing my point, Eric. What I'm saying is that there was a clear-cut case there where Bill Clinton knew that lying under oath was an impeachable offense, yet he did it. Now, the reason he did it, I don't think, rose to the level level of an impeachable offense. He should have not been impeached, in my opinion, certainly shouldn't have been convicted. And I think the same thing here is true of President Trump. What he did was reprehensible. It was it was against everything we believe in as Americans. But did it rise to the level of a, an offense he should be convicted of? No. My perspective is this. If we do not go forward with this, then we are giving carte blanche to any future president to anything he wants within the last few weeks of his administration. All right. I disagree, but thanks for your opinion. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Eric, once again, and as always, you're in the right and Joe is wrong. <laughs> well, uh, I get paid for being wrong all the time. <laughs> it's good if I ever got right, they wouldn't pay me, right? That's why you're not a doctor. <laughs> all right. I'd love to operate on you. We'll have more open <laughs> phones tomorrow morning. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.